And here are your homeroom announcements. Yo, 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 what's good, class? Welcome back to Sunday School Podcast, episode 18, where we are talking eight great things. Only eight, y'all. Eight great things that I learned about myself in year 28. So as you guys know, I am now 29. Shout out to all the cancers out there. And this is my last year in my 20s. So I just wanted to make sure that at some point, you know, there's a difference between your your 20 year decade and your 30 year decade and I don't want to carry the old issues and old problems into my my next year y'all get what I'm saying so stay tuned eight great things that I learned about myself and I hope that all of these things are useful and impactful to you as they were to me go ahead and drop my intro it's sunny school now it's time to start class and don't be late before I will get on your oh life lessons with every session keeping it real I'm packing the truth so we can help each other heal Trash talking with a whole lot of sass. Don't forget your pen and paper because it's time to start this class. Well, you know, it's a podcast. Yo, what's good, class? Welcome back to Sunday School the Podcast, episode 18. We're talking year 28. Eight great things that I learned in year 28. Boy, we, oh, girl, I'm telling you, sis went through it. I'm not even going to hold you. I, I went through some things. like, But I feel like every time I hop on here, I'm telling y'all I went through some things. Because I be going through some shit. Don't let social media. Do not let Instagram fool you. Because I'm here at the game. I'm keeping my family. I'm turned up somewhere in the A. Sis, as soon as I cross the threshold of the door. God. I'm calling my mama. I'm calling my sister. I'm calling Alex. I'm calling Cook. I'm calling Jazz. I need somebody to talk to. Like... <laughs> so don't let it fool you but I really wanted to make an episode where y'all know like my whole purpose of the podcast is to be able to be transparent about the things that I've learned amongst myself that I feel like can be helpful and applicable to like my mentees helpful and applicable to anybody who's willing to listen to me helpful and applicable to just anybody who love me who trust my journey who see where I'm trying to go and just be like damn well if she went through it then, you know, maybe this will make it a little better for me. Like, cyber, I've always wanted a big sister. I've never had a big sister, but I've had big sister figures. So I always felt that, like, you know, one of the things that I was missing was a big sister, a mentor, a woman who was directly guided to my career path or a woman who was directly guided to my upbringing or a woman who completely understands me, my lifestyle, my family to the T and can help guide me from that and. All the while I've met people who uh, resemble pieces of that, I haven't met that exact person. And maybe that exact person doesn't exist. Maybe it just exists in my mind or my fantasy, my dreams, that one day I just have a fairy godmother who just will ordinance my steps and, and just make shit make sense for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm working hard. I'm willing to do it. However, I ain't got it. So I wanted to be that for people. I wanted to, you guys... To, who listen to me, Jordan, you guys know me. You know what I'm saying? You guys are friends of mine, supporters, family members, acquaintances, students, RAs, uh, mentees, whatever, family members, little cousins, whatever you people are. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of you guys kind of understand my lifestyle, my upbringing, where I'm trying to go, what I'm trying to do, the obstacles I face throughout the journey. And um, I just want to let you guys know that although I don't have it all figured out, but you know, if this platform could just be something of that to you or something helpful 
or whatever void that I be feeling like I'm missing out on. And if I can help fill that, then that's then then job well done, Jazz. So shout out to me. Shout out to shout out to Professor Forbes. Shout out to Sunny Forbes, girl, for doing the damn thing. But I hope that these eight things that I wrote down and I really took time, but I really analyzed my year, y'all, and really was like, damn, I've been through a lot. <laughs> I've been through a lot since I moved to Atlanta, bro. Faith over fear, faith over fear. Since I moved to Atlanta, my world has has been shooken upside upside down, and I'm okay with that. You know, um, I'm grateful for the things that I've learned, and most importantly, for the things that I'm able to have learned and have gotten past, so I can teach other people. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started on the eight great things that I've learned in year 28, y'all. So I'm not gonna drag this out because we got class participation. And I definitely don't want this to be a super long episode, but I want this to be super impactful and just something that you guys can really get. So first things first, eight rules, right? Boom. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Boom. So these are in no particular order. I didn't write them as in one is more important than eight. Eight is more important than one. No, no, all these shit is pretty important to me. If you ask me, you know what I'm saying? However, Whatever resonate most with you, I want y'all to let me know. Like, shout it out, screaming from the mountaintops, like all that good stuff. But without further ado, let's go get started. So, rule number one or lesson number one that I learned in year 28 was say that shit. Okay? That's lesson number one. Say it. Say that shit. I've never been, and, and a lot of y'all know this. I ain't never been one who shied away from being able to say how I feel, being able to communicate how I feel. Being able to just be expressive, just say it, da da da. Of course, you know you use it respectfully. Every situation, and I've learned in my undergrad years and working at Norfolk State, every situation does not call for you to be the head honcho. Every situation does not call for you to be the line leader, the first person to raise your hand. Oh, pee 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 pee. I gotta say my opinion. If so and so said the sky's blue, and you were gonna raise your hand and say the sky's pretty blue. They already said it. This guy's blue, girl. You do not got to say you do. Learning to not have to say everything. But when you got some shit that's pressing on you or you got something that, that is eating you up on the inside to the point where it's frustrating you or to the point where you have now chosen to communicate this to other people that may have nothing to do with the situation, cannot fix this situation for you. And you're not saying it to said person. That's a problem. Okay. I got burned from that. I got burned from that because I allowed somebody to think that I was scary because I never spoke up on shit. And the only time I spoke up on shit was when that person decided to speak up on their shit. And then I'm kind of arguing them like, well, I mean, shit, well, if you want to tell me about me or if you want to correct me on this situation, then let me tell you about you. And now this person's confused, baffled, because they're thinking they're approaching me with all their problems and I'm not about to hit them back with some of theirs. But that's, that was my fault because I'm harboring shit. You feel what I'm saying? I, I will let stuff eat me up so bad to the point where now I'm ready to say something. I'm ready to spaz on you. I'm ready to go crazy. I'm ready to kirk off. Like, no, that's a problem. And I've noticed that in not saying shit or in those moments, I hurt myself more internally. Get it off your chest. Get it off your chest. That doesn't mean that you have to be disrespectful. That doesn't mean that you have to be distasteful. That doesn't mean that you have to be nasty. You even have to be rude. You don't got to be none of that. Just say how you feel. Communicate that. You'd be surprised that in certain situations where I assumed, right? And when you assume you make an ass of you and me, when I assumed that someone just got it, 
Like, I just assumed that a nigga would just understand. Like, why do I got to say that? Like, why, like, why can't you just get it? One, common sense ain't common, right? Everybody don't just get it. Everybody's not a mind reader. Everybody does not come from the same background as you, the same thinking pattern as you, the same upbringing as you, in order for them to be able to process stuff the exact same way that you do. You feel what I'm saying? So just being able to learn that, being able to just be comfortable and talking your shit, get it off of you. It's not worth it. It's not worth holding it on to the point where now, you know what I'm saying? Because in, in some forms of fashion, that's bad communication because you're not communicating. You're choosing not to communicate. You're choosing to think these things and feel these things and, and be upset, but you're not choosing to communication. Communication. You're not choosing to communicate. Say that shit. Say it. Say it. Say it. We spend too much time hiding behind boxes. We all have met somebody who just say whatever the Y'all, and that's why you just say whatever the F-U-C-K they want to say. You be like, damn, you just wild. I'm not saying be like that person, but be a little bit more like them if you if you more on the regarded side. Say what you got to say, bro. Get it off your chest. There's no point in letting it eat you up, especially if it eats you up. If it's eating you up, you don't know the right way to communicate that message, write it down, make a voice memo, record it. You know what I'm saying? Send a voice memo to that person. Practice it in the mirror, but say it. Get that shit off your chest. It's not worth it. I've let things bottle up inside me. By the time they're getting off my chest, now this person is using the idea of me being outright as an, as a, as an excuse against me. When I know that that's not it, but it's all in presentation too. You feel what I'm saying? It's not about the content. It's not about what it, the context of what it is that you're saying. Right. They'll use your presentation against you. And I say all that to say that if you're feeling it immediately, if you're feeling a little bothered by it, if you're feeling a little frustrated by it, go ahead and just say it then. Because you don't want to let it build up and then they can use other reasons or other. Well, you waited so damn long. Like, well, now you just want to say something to me because I said something to you. Now you want to go tip or tad or now you want to just blow up like ah, ah, ah. And all of everything else that you're saying is getting clouded by the presentation that you chose to present it in. Right. Meaning, cut back on time. You can't be able to say that I've been sitting here feeling this way about this situation if I decided to go ahead and get it off me right right then and there. You feel what I'm saying? Nor can you say that I'm being outright nasty or rude or, or tip or tat or belligerent if I'm being choosy or choice. Choosy or choice. What the hell? If I'm being very particular about how I present it to you. I'm being calm. My demeanor is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, get it off your chest, man. For real, for real. Get it off. Get it off. Say that shit. I'm telling you, it's going to eat you up if you don't. Say that shit. Say that shit. And I'm telling you, you ain't got to say it like me, like I'm saying it right now. But say that shit. Get it off your chest, bro. Get out of your head. I spend a lot of time in my head, you know, creating situations that doesn't even fucking exist because I didn't even say what I needed to be said. I say all of that to say, say that shit. Lesson number one. Get it off your chest. Somebody disrespect you. Somebody cross you. Somebody says something a little weird, a little foul. Say that shit. Speak on it. All situations don't cause for you to speak on. So really play it out. Take a minute. Take a day. Take a breather. But say it. Get it off your chest. Y'all got it? Got it. Lesson number two. Friendships come and go. And that, my friend, is A-okay. Okay? Friendships come and go. And that is okay. Time spent, loyalty, trauma bonds, all of that shit does not exist if that person cannot be who you need them to be where, where, for where you're trying to go. Straight like that. Friendships come and go. I used to have this idea that like, I've always been great with friends. Shit, I've been more great with having friends than I have been with having men. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Partners, people, boyfriends, all of that good stuff. You know, I've, 
I've had more solid friends than I've had solid niggas. For real, for real. But if they not rocking with you no more, if they say some weird shit, they start acting funny, they start doing stuff that that's no longer them or no longer you, it's okay to cut that tie. I tell my sister all the time, like, my sister's real big on, like, length, like, loyalty and length of friendships, right? I learned that a little minute ago, but that don't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? But either way, loyalty. And I'm like, and that's cool and all, Nisha. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have great friends. You've known them for years. Y'all, that's your longest friend. whoop de doo Like, all right, cool. You can meet somebody in three months, and they've only been friends with you in three months, and mean well, and show you more than somebody that you've known over eight years. And that's just factual, bro. We have to, like, kind of, like, deconstruct that idea that I've been friends with this person this long, that that, that means that they deserve to be here with me. If you not stepping your shit up, if you're not keeping up with me, you don't deserve to be here with me. I love you off the strength, but I can't, I can't bring you all the way up here with me. Friends come and go. Friends come and go. People come and go like seasons, bro. And it's okay. I learned that July 10, right? By harboring shit that I didn't say, noticing shit that I, that I, that I noticed. And then when the moment came, it was a smooth cutoff. It was a smooth, we done. That's it. That's it. We done. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to be friends no more. And all of that was a result of me not saying what I saw a grip ago. Notice the red flags, y'all. Don't wait until that major flag gets there or that dynamite gets there to the point where you blowing up and you pissed off and you mad and da, da, da. When you start seeing stuff, speak on it. That goes back to lesson number one. Say that shit. Say it. Hey, I really like how you, what did you mean by that? And if you don't know how to say it, then question it. What did you mean by that exactly? You know what I'm saying? If this is your friend, you should be able to have open communication and open relationships with these people, right? It shouldn't be arguments. It shouldn't be disagreements every time y'all talk. It shouldn't be this bitch trying to snake me. She trying to sneak me. Some weird shit going on. This nigga being weird. He trying to talk to my girl. Woo, 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 woo. It shouldn't be none of that, bro. The moment you start seeing foul shit within your friendships, let it go. Let it go. Or when you start seeing your friends be foul to other people, let them go. Because it ain't nothing but a matter of time before it's coming to you, bro. Snakes in the grass. A snake will be a snake. Nip said that. Nip said the Bible said that. A snake will be a snake. A snake is going to be a snake. They, they, they just ain't bite you or turn on you yet. But it's coming. So when you see fickle relationships, and there's always have the result into negativity, right? Sometimes y'all just don't serve each other no more. No love lost. Ain't no beef. It is what it is. It's all love, sis. We can kick it here and there. We can do this here and there. But to the extent of the friend that I held you, we are no longer at that place anymore. And that is okay. That is okay. It doesn't matter if y'all been friends for 10 years. It doesn't matter if y'all grew up together. It doesn't matter if y'all was taking shits together and y'all diapers together and y'all parents was carrying y'all around because y'all parents was best friend. It doesn't matter that this girl used to date your brother and you love her still and you look at her as a big sister or a little sister still. None of that shit fucking matters. But what matters is how are they servicing you right now in this moment, this version of you or this version of yourself that you're trying to be? How are they servicing that? Are they still being negative? Are they still telling you, girl... You, I don't, I don't, uh, are they being supportive? Are they loving on you? Are they helping you? Are they giving you great words of encouragement? Are they down? Are they there for you in moments when you down? These are things you got to pay attention to. And like I said, when somebody show you a sign, believe that shit. When they show you a little bit of themselves, believe that. Because I ignored red flags and friendships. This particular friendship that burnt me, I ignored all of the red flags. And it's crazy because people close to me could tell you all of the red flags because I told them. I told them every single red flag I saw going into this shit. I, I saw it. I called it out. Called it out. Right? 
stalled it out because I decided not to say shit. Stalled it out because I decided not to say shit. Stalled it out because I decided not to say shit because I wanted to protect the loyalty and the length of friendship that we had. We were great friends, right? We were great friends. I love this person deeply. This person and their family and everything that them and their family have done for me. But at the end of the day, I ain't married to your goddamn family, girl. You know what I'm saying? And the relationship that you provided me as a friend is no longer servicing me for where I'm trying to go. I don't like how you talk. I don't like how you move. I don't like that sneak shit you do. And I see it. Just because you ain't do it to me don't mean it ain't come. But when it did come, it came, my nigga. Okay? That snake did bite me. You feel what I'm saying? Let it go. Friendships come and go. And that's okay. It is what it is. I wish you well. I show you love. I don't know. No love lost. It is what it is. But we good. You just can't eat at my table, my nigga. I make you a plate at the dough. It's to go. You can't come up in and eat at my table. No. Mm-mm. No. And now we about to get straight into lesson number three. All right. Lesson number three is creating healthy habits. Discipline is key. Creating healthy habits, yo. If every day you hate your job and the first thing you do is remind everybody how much you hate your job, you did nothing to better your situation, right? You did nothing, excuse me, you did nothing to make yourself better. You, you just made it worse. If every day you're fat, you're fat. You say you want to lose weight, right? Uh, I need to lose weight. Yeah, I've been eating a little salad here and there. And then every now and then you drinking Pepsis and, 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 and fucking eating fried chicken and stuff. How is that helpful? Or how is that conducive to, to your ultimate goal? If your ultimate goal is to lose weight, then let's find ways to be consistent in losing weight. 100%. Create healthy habits. If you want to read more, start by buying you a book. Start by doing maybe a few pages a day, a chapter a day, creating healthy habits to get yourself to where you're trying to be. If you want to expand your vocabulary, all right, let's start by reading books. If you want to write more, you want to be uh, a television writer, a playwriter, a screenwriter, let's start writing down little scripts. Do little things that'll get you to where you're trying to go ultimately. Creating healthy habits, right? If you know that you want to be you live a healthier lifestyle, then that may involve you getting up a little earlier. You know you hate going to the gym after work. Cool, let's get a session in in the morning. There's no excuses like, Create the healthy the healthy habits to take you to where you want to go. That's that's literally as simple as it is. Discipline is key. This year, I fasted more <laughs> than I've ever fasted in my entire life. I've never fasted before, right? But when you get so low, when the only person you can call on in the moment is God, I'm telling you, like, little stuff like that, like fasting, knowing that, all right, cool, I got to go without this habit, or knowing not to self-medicate when you're feeling down. That's what I was doing, right? Coming to crib, self-medicate. Come in the crib, self-medicate. I am self-medicating. If you don't know what self-medicating is, then I don't know what to tell you. Because I, whatever your form of self-medicating is, is your form. But I know what mine is. And some of y'all do too. Self-medicating, bro, just completely numbing myself so I don't have to live with my reality. How was that helpful? How was that helping me in my life? It's not. You feel what I'm saying? Like, these are things that we have to kind of learn to get past. Like, these are things that we have to get over. These are things that we have to stop. Okay, because they're not taking us to where we're trying to go. Stop doing it if it's not helping propel you to where you're trying to go. Stop doing it if it's not making you happy. Stop doing it if it's not excelling you. Stop doing it if it's not preparation. Like, just stop. Let's create healthier habits. You know what I'm saying? Discipline is really key, right? So like I told you guys, in this year, I fasted more than I've ever fasted ever. And in both of those fasts, I don't think I fasted twice or three times. I've been I've never fasted before. So and in all of those fast guys, God has spoken to me in ways that I would have never thought like, now he's not Jasmine, stop, or 
Sonny, don't do that. It's not that it's never that simple. It's just that he provides in ways like he answers in ways like I need answers. I need hard answers. But that took discipline. So I encourage everybody who's religious or who's faithful and spiritual. You don't even got to be any of those things that if, you know, you want to get closer to a goal, just literally fast. Try and fast. And like I say, don't got to be whatever the fast is. could be whatever it is that you choose for it to be. But that has spoken to me in so many ways. And prayer. You know what I'm saying? Discipline is key. If if talking to God, if you're religious, then pray every day. Set an alarm. You know what I'm saying? Make it every day you wake up, you thank God. Every day you go to bed, you thank God. Like you say your affirmations, but discipline is key in creating healthy habits. I have this really bad habit of talking to myself. Crazy. So it ain't really like y'all can talk to me, but so wild because I talk to myself crazy. And <laughs> it's like for people to be like, why do you talk to yourself like that? I'm like, bitch, what you mean? I'm talking to myself. Like, why are you offended? I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? But that makes a difference because if I keep beating myself up or always dragging myself down, then what I'm going to start believing. That. I'm going to start feeling that. So I would just say creating healthy habits, right? Drink a bottle of water a day. Like shit, whatever your habit is, like if that's you want to draw more, you want to be an artist, like then commit yourself to once a week, you're drawing a portrait. Commit yourself to a healthier lifestyle. You don't drink more water, a bottle of water a day. Like start off easy and then build gradually build and build and build don't try and take take it all at once that's gonna overwhelm you that overwhelms me at times you know what i'm saying but like i said just creating healthy habits healthier people around you healthier lifestyles just healthier things like packing days before your trip instead of the night before <laughs> that's a habit i need to create because i'm always packing the night before i'm always rushing somewhere you know what i'm saying so like i said don't take this one super duper literal it could just be little things like small things like you know what i'm saying just telling yourself i love you or before you take off on a, on a car before you take off on a road trip you just you thank god like you you thank you god for the gas i got in my car i just asked you to protect me on this drive and you allow me to make it back home safe healthier habits you know what i'm saying if you want to get closer to god you want to get healthier habits with your friendships you know what I'm saying? Call and check on your friends. You want to get healthier habits or create healthier habits within your family. Sometimes it takes for you to be that person to start it. Right. And when people see you doing what you got to do, then they'll follow suit. Right. So that's rule or lesson. I keep saying rules. Lord. Lesson number three, creating healthy habits. Right. Reading the negative habits. I love working out in, in the um in the wintertime. <laughs> I enjoy working out in the wintertime. It is fun. I wish I would have never quit that. But I enjoy doing that. I also have challenged myself to cook more in my house. I got this whole brand new nice old air fryer. You know what I'm saying? I have my sister help me with the groceries. Like, why can't I cook more? Why am I still eating like Zatarain's heat up meals? Like, ain't no wrong with the Zatarain heat up meals because they be getting me through, okay? But like Jazz, like, come on, man, challenge yourself. Create a healthier habit. You want this money to stretch? Then let's create a meal that's going to last you through the week. Instead of you going out to go get you some fast food. You know what I'm saying? That was going to cost you the same amount. Whatever those healthy habits are that you know where you're trying to go, start those now. All right? Create a healthy habits. And remember, discipline is key. Even if nobody else knows about the fast, nobody else knows about the discipline you're trying to keep within yourself, you know. You and God know. And if you cheat yourself, granted, I may not know, but God know. God know. You know. Shit. So stop cheating yourself. Discipline is key. Discipline will take you places that talent can't. Okay? Discipline will take you places that talent can't what's that what's that like famous um mantra hard work uh hold on let me let me come back to it because i kind of forgot but either way <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and go oh hard work um 
Failure beat work hard. Mm, shit. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to come back to it. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to look it up and come back to it. But either way, let's go to keep this thing on going. Lesson number four. Okay. Lesson number four is create. If you don't have these already, you need to create them. Create boundaries. B-O-U-N-D-A-R-I-E-S boundaries with a capital and a hard B. Boundaries. You hear me? Creating boundaries with people. There are levels to you, right? Think of yourself as like the king. Think of yourself as like the ruler, the god, the queen, the boss. You can't just walk up into, you can't just walk up to, into revolt and be like, let me speak to Diddy. It doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't finna roll up in Tyler Perry Studios and be like, yeah, I, I'm here to see Tyler. Nigga, what? You gonna meet the securities. You gonna meet the police officers get, sitting outside the gate before you even get anywhere close to seeing Tyler. Boundaries. Certain people, there's tears. There's like circles, Right. Your inner circle must stay protected at all times and at all costs, okay? Your most precious people, your most valuable people, the people you love dearly are in your inner circle. The ones you want to give all your riches to are in your inner circle. The ones you want to give every last bit of you to, your family, whether that be your girl, your boyfriend, your kids, your parents, your aunt and uncle who always held you down, your little cousins, your grandparents, whoever, your, your bestest of your bestest friends, that one coworker that held you down, protect your fucking inner circle. You hear me? Because I messed up this year. I messed up this year allowing too many people in my inner circle who didn't deserve to be there. They didn't work their way there. I gave them free admission, right? Where over the course of life, I made people work to be in my inner circle. Right. If you consider yourself one of my closest friends or one of my best friends, you've worked to be there. We've worked to create that relationship. Me and my sister, we've worked to create the bond that me and her have. Blood just ain't do it. Blood won't good enough. You get what I'm saying? People have to work to fucking be in your life. People have to work to come to your house. People got to work to drive in your car. People got to work to ride in your shit. You feel what I'm saying? You don't get to just wake up and just be a part of my inner circle. Create boundaries with people. Okay. You are in tier three. My dog. So until you you can prove your loyalty or prove yourself to be of that person who belongs in my inner circle, it's a no. It's a hard no. You're an acquaintance. You're a friend. And then you are my inner circle. You feel what I'm saying? You could be whoever it is. You could be a stranger on the goddamn road. Silly old friendly old me. Always want to love on people. Oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's my homie. That's my dog. That's my buddy. That's my pal. You know what I'm saying? When sometimes these people didn't even do nothing to be in your life. Some people are energy suckers. Some people just love the idea of being around you. And I've had to learn, like, me and my best friend Alex talk about this all the time. Like, bro, we give off great energy. We give off amazing energy. We're so nice. We're so sweet. We're so friendly. And like, it'd be times where like, we just really be wanting people to just understand that. Just to understand that I come with genuine love. I come with, with a pure spirit. I come with a helpful spirit. I always want to help somebody. I always want to do somebody good. If I see a talent within you, if I see potential within you, I want to help you elevate that. I want to help you be the best version of you. But what are you doing to be the best version of you? What are you doing to help yourself? What are you doing to protect me or help me the same way that I'm going out of my way to help you? Everybody don't fucking deserve it. Everybody don't deserve the best 
pieces of you that's literally for your inner circle and your inner circle only bro start creating tears within your life everybody don't deserve to follow you on instagram everybody don't deserve to be in your close friends why is everybody in your close friends then why is there close friends like what's the point of that it's an inner circle. It's certain things that you post on there that you don't want to feel judgment about. There's certain things that you got on there that you don't want people to feel like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So that's why there's close friends. There's certain people who get to see this. Everybody can't see this. This is not for everybody. There's exclusive listening parties. We were not invited to Beyonce's Renaissance listening party. I wish I was, but that was for her inner circle. That was for her close friends. That was for her people that she trusts her tribe on the inside. Everybody does not deserve that of you, all right? And if you don't start creating boundaries or healthy boundaries, you're going to allow people to get their places all mixed up. And like I said, even if you don't know in situations where this person may not hurt or harm you, they may not hurt or, or, or do anything to you, you may have the strength to protect yourself. You may have the strength to know how to play with them. But the person on your inner circle may not know how to do that. Here you go, let a stranger up in your crib, but not a stranger got beef with your sister. Here you go, let a stranger up in your house, and now this stranger, you know what I'm saying, disrespecting your moms. Like, bitch, are you crazy? Are you crazy? But see, anybody who's on the inner circle know better. That's why there's tears. That's why there's levels. You don't let everybody on the inside. Do not let everybody on the inside penetrate what it is that you got going on or that you've worked so hard for. The same lessons and the same gauntlet that you've put other people through the same um obstacle course that other people have had to show their loyalty to you and prove their loyalty to you should be the same way that you should do it for every single person and i mean that because like i said there's been situations in this year where i've allowed too many people to be too close to me and it's, people can burn you and you can see the signs you can not want to speak on it you can do all of this stuff you want to protect the friendship y'all see i'm using all the other <laughs> all the other lessons you know what i'm saying you could be out here trying to create healthy habits and make this person whoever it is that this person you're trying to make this person, but they may not mean well for you. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to protect yourself. Protect yourself at all costs. This world is crazy and everybody do not mean well for you. Like I said, people love your energy. People want to be around you. You got something that, that they may not be getting from other places. You got something that, that may not be offered in other places. And that's cool, but you're going to work for this here thing that you ain't, that you ain't, that you ain't seeing like that. You're going to work for it. If it's a vibe, if it's energy, if it's a good time, if it's a laugh, if it's a key key, if it's a, a resume builder, if it's me helping you with a job, if it's whatever it is that I have to offer, y'all need to just look at it. Everything that you have to offer is valuable and everybody do not deserve those riches. And that's just what it is. Like create boundaries, bro, and protect your inner circle. That's lesson number four. That lesson got me big time this year. Okay. Create boundaries and protect your inner circle. Everybody do not deserve to be with you and everybody cannot go. With Kevin Hart, little daughter, somebody must go. Somebody's going to have to go because <laughs> everybody can't go with you to the top. And, and I'm finally at a place where I'm okay with that. Nigga, you off yourself? You do some weird, wicked, wild stuff? Cool, you off yourself. I didn't even have to do it. Thank you for doing it for me. You know what I'm saying? Because there is no readmission. Once you walk out the door here, ain't no coming back. Ain't no coming back unless there's something that I wanted to do to protect that. And nine times out of ten, anybody who, I was, who I've lost as a friend, especially at this grown age, so, 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 see ya. Wouldn't wanna bu, 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 be ya. I don't miss you, friend. Trust and believe that. I don't miss you. <laughs> so if you're listening and me and you are not friends anymore, I don't miss you. I wish you well, though. <laughs> I'll make it to go play. 
But you cannot eat at my table, though. You know what I'm saying? I'll double tap your, your flicks. I'm not leaving no comments, though. I ain't watching your stories, though. We ain't cool, ho. You feel me? No, you got to go. Creating boundaries, protecting your inner circle, man. Everybody can't go. And it just make it light work for me because I want to make sure that the only niggas who coming with me to the top is the ones who deserve to be there, who have proven themselves to be there. Create hard boundaries. Now, we are lesson number five. This was also a hard lesson for me, too. And it's crazy because I'm so judgy with other people, but I had to, I had to find myself like, dog, you turning into one of these type of people. Y'all ever met just a talking ass person? Like, granted, not literally. We all know I'm chatty. This is a whole podcast where I'm talking. I mean, somebody who like, yeah, yeah. See, next month I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna go do that. And then, and then in the spring, I really wanna start this new project. Like, I'm about to get that off the ground. And then, like, by the fall, I want a new job. You know what I'm saying? So I'm about to, bro, stop talking. Just do it. Stop talking, just do. That's that's lesson number five. Stop talking, just do. Because the moment you keep outing yourself, one, that goes back with protecting your inner circle. Everybody don't need to know your plans. Stop talking about your plans. And if it makes you feel good to talk about your plans or to share them with people, then share it with your inner circle. Share it with one person. Share it with your goddamn self. Look at yourself in the mirror and, and tell yourself what you're about to do. But stop sharing everything it is that you're about to do. Stop Talking ain't nothing worse than a talking ass nigga. Oh my god, ain't nothing. Then they always talking about what he gonna do, what he gonna do. Cause now people gonna start remembering what it is that you said that you was gonna do. Oh, okay, oh, okay. She said last spring she was gonna do this. She said last fall she was gonna do this. She told me she was gonna do that. Mm-mm-mm. And don't let you come down on no hard year. Don't let you come down on a hard moment, right? And now you not fulfilling. And now you out here feeling to yourself that you're a loser, or you may feel to yourself like, damn, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done did all this talking. I ain't even pulling. Well, just stop talking. Stop talking. I had to tell myself, bro, stop, man, shut up. Man, just shut up. Just do it. Just do it. Certain things I can talk for promotional reasons. You know what I'm saying? But I don't got to tell everybody what I'm doing. You either going to hop on board or you not. I'll just let you know when it drop. Shock drop. Surprise. It's here. I don't need to be doing all of that. You know what I'm saying? All that unnecessary talking. Just for what? Just do it. Stop making excuses. Stop talking about it and just be about it and just do it. Nike, just do it. Stop talking. No, don't. And for real, for real people don't care. <laughs> people really don't care. The only time people care is if you make it happen. You know what I'm saying? And then even still, they're not going to care if you don't keep it up. You could talk about creating a podcast all you want to. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm like, yeah you know, we went to, oh, you know, we, be, we have some real good conversation, man. We be talking about some real good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. We think about starting a podcast. Bet. You and 50 other million people think about starting a podcast. Cool. What's going to make y'all different? What's going to make you different? Just do it, my nigga. I'll tap in when you... Cool, cool, cool. I bet that I'll tap in. Yeah, I'm going to tap in. I'm going to show you some love and support it when it get there. And then after episode one, where episode two at? After episode two, where episode three at? Niggas real life just be sitting around just to see if you're going to do what it is that you said that you was going to do. And luckily for me... I've done that for the most part. There's other things. Like I said, my talking ass has said things like, no, I want to do this. It's this project I want to do. It's this project I want to do. I want to invite X, Y, and Z. I will lay out my whole game plan for somebody. And don't let them go steal it because now I'm pissed off. But that's my fault because I'm talking too much. Stop talking. Just do. Stop talking. Just go pray about it. Stop talking. Don't make no excuses. Just go do it. 
You say you're going to make a meal. Yeah, I'm thinking about cooking later on this evening. And then when I get home, you know, I got to just go do it. Just go do it. And like I said, if you need to talk to somebody to make yourself feel better, then, then talk in the mirror. Or tell your mama or something. Tell your cousin, your brother, someone that you love dearly. Write it down. But stop talking. Just do. Nobody cares to hear a talking ass nigga. Like, and that's real. And I'm, I actually want to make a podcast on talking ass niggas. And I mean, like, literally, like, men who just enjoy hearing themselves talk because ain't nothing worse than that. Oh, my God, ain't nothing worse than that. But that was lesson number five. Stop talking. Just do it. Just do it. On to lesson number six. Girl. Date with intention. Okay? Date with intention. Intention. Dating with intention. Don't just date. Don't just intention. Date with intention. Okay? There's nothing worse than at times feeling alone. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing worse than feeling lonely. Especially when you hop on the internet and people booed up and or somebody, this person just got engaged and you're happy for them. You love this. Like you're, we, we are not haters over here. You know what I'm saying? We love it. We love to see it. But you see and think about, damn, like when my time coming, you know what I'm saying? Then you get a little bored. And ladies, we know how we can be. We get a little bored. Niggas too. Get a little bored. Let me see what so, so-and-so talking about. Let me see what so-and-so, what a, whatever, whatever. At my grown age, I'm really not interested in, um, <laughs> I'm not interested in just kicking it, just to kick it. Like, I ain't got time for that shit, man. If you ain't about to make me better, if you're not about to make me a better woman, if you're not about to expand my mind, if you ain't about to help me around this motherfucking house, if, if you ain't about to take me here and there, if you ain't, if you don't have intentions with me, we good, homie. We could be cool, bruh. You my dog, friend. You feel what I'm saying? Like, nigga. I ain't got time to be playing with you. I got an empire to build and you in the way. Okay? I got an empire to build and you're in my way. Step out of my way. If you're not dating me with intention, I'm good. All the way, 100%. And this goes for everybody who's interested. Don't pull up on me without no intention. Don't slide in my DM without no intention. Because I'm going to put that pressure on you. So what's up? You beautiful. I want to. So what's up then? How bad you want to take me out then? I'm available. Tamar, what's up? I want to, I want to, I would love, I can't wait to see you when you come back. I'm coming back this time. I'll make time when you try to see me. Be intentional. Stop wasting my time, nigga. I don't got time to be wasting. It's crazy because my homeboy Moody, shout out to Moody. I had a little moment with Moody, right? I'm like, Moody, it was like last year. I'm like, I just think I'm ready to date. I just think I'm, this was like in the winter, like around January. I don't think Moody, I just think I'm ready to date. Moody, I'm just so ready to date. Like, I'm just so sick of it. It's just, I'm not, not, mm, mm, mm. And he, Moody don't be giving a, a damn about how he talk to me or how he treats me or whatever. Moody gonna kick it like, you not ready to date. <laughs> and all my other friends like, yeah, nah, I feel you. Nah, I feel you. Um, have you tried? Have you? Moody straight up was like, yeah, nah, you not ready to date. And I was like, what you mean by that? Like, what you saying by that? He was like, you're not ready to date. Like, look at all what you're trying to do. Dating somebody ain't going to do nothing but just distract you. And ain't going to do nothing but just throw you off a little bit. And that nigga was right. Because literally, at the, I want to say me and him talked like it was in the winter time. I know it was in the winter. And this was before I started dating the nigga I started dating, which was around January. And lo and behold, that nigga threw me all the way off. Distracted me. I became a full-time lover. You feel me? I became a full-time 
you hungry full time? We're going out this weekend full time. Like, yeah, you can bring your kid. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Scott! What? What's up with me? Pausing on the podcast, not getting the vlog off the ground. I'm distracted because I'm sitting here worried about if you're going to hit me up when you get off work. Like, worried about, like, if I'm going to hear about you, is the nigga going to be awake enough to kick it with me today? What? Distracted. And that nigga Moody was right. I was distracted. Okay? Date with intention. If this person does not mean well for you, then I'm out of there. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Got to go. Holla at you later. You know what I'm saying? Like, respectfully, I'm always open to meeting new friends. I'm always open to, to welcoming people in my life, men in my life. Like, hey, what's good, friend? But like I said, pull up. Be strong. If you're not here, you know what I'm saying, to get on a program that I'm riding with, and why not trying to hop on a program that you're riding with, then let's not, that's not, let's not force it. Tell me what it is that you want from this, and I'm going to tell you what it is that I want from this, and we're going to go from there. It's crazy because one of my old coworkers, shout out to Bobby, one of my old coworkers, be mindful, I work around married women. Two women in my office, they're, they're married. So, and they've been married to their high school sweethearts, so they, I tell them time and time again, y'all just don't understand. Yes, yes, we do. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You want the same person for forever. You know what I'm saying? It, it, this has been before social media has been crazy, before this world has been wicked. Like, you don't know what it is to go out here and go date. This shit is weird. These niggas is weird. These people are weirdos. Weirdo, weirdo. Y'all feel what I'm saying? Like, shout out to the minions. But even still, like, Bobby, one of, one of my old coworkers, she had said, she was like, oh, no. I tell these men straight up, like, I want a husband, I want this, I want that. Like, and if you can't get with the program, then then that's that. And I was like, nigga, you crazy. You can't be saying all of that straight up. That's intense. You gotta feel a nigga out. See what the, see what type of time they talk about. And here I go. That goes to me. We're going back to lesson number one. Say that shit. Say it straight up. I had a nigga kick it to me, tell me he wanted a vibe. And I was like, bet, let's vibe then, nigga. Let's vibe. You a vibe. I'm a vibe. We vibing. <laughs> vibe turned into a couple weeks. That vibe turned into a month. That vibe turned into two. And then that vibe turned into three. And I'm sitting here like, damn, well, shit. What are you, what the fuck is we doing? Are we vibing? What the fuck is vibing? I don't want to vibe no more with your ass. I don't like this. I don't like this. But then again, we going back to lesson one. I did not say that shit up straight, uh, up, up front. I didn't say it. I didn't say it up front. We was vibing. I, I hopped on his ship and was like, all right, cool, let's vibe. And his vibe was just going to lead us to Never Never Land. I don't, I'm not exactly sure where we were going. But all I knew is like, I had to bing, go in that bus and was like, yeah, let me hop off. This is my stop. Because um, I don't want to vibe with you for three months. Like, what the fuck is this? What is this? What are we doing here? Let's just be cool. And we're going to go ahead and vibe elsewhere. You feel what I'm saying? Date with intention. Stop letting these niggas waste our time. And don't be afraid to just be straight up. Because I was afraid to be straight up. I was afraid to be like, well, eh. I ignored the red flags. I ignored all these things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like creating healthy habits, knowing that like, I can't keep allowing you to come over here and mess up my, my, my Zen that I'm creating. I said, I'm going to record today. I'm going to do this today. And I'm not creating boundaries with you because I'm so, I want to be alive. I want to be a housewife. I want to be all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like that has to stop, yo. Literally when you meet somebody, you like, what's the, what's going on? What are we doing? No pressure. That's my biggest thing. I don't be wanting to put no pressure on these niggas, man. Because if you're not willing to step up in ways that I feel like 
I would be willing to step up as a woman or shit, even if I was the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, just date with intention. Like, don't come around me with the intent to just sit in my face because you're not going to be able to see her long. And that's and that's that's that on that. Date with intention. Be straight up about what it is that you want. Let somebody know. And, and, and shit, if they can't provide that and they can't say that that's not the direction that they're willing to go in, then cool. We could just kick it. But at least in the beginning, you know, he said this, she said that, and that just is what it is. No big deal. Like, I'm not... I'm not a spring chicken. I'm not in my teenage years. I'm not a little young 20-year-old who who want to date a nigga just to go out for a free meal. Like, I could give two fucks about that. Because if I don't like you, I don't want to sit across from you, period. <laughs> whether whether it's Ruth, Chris, or not. Goddamn. I, I don't care what it is. I, I, I can't entertain foolishness. Date with intention. Stop letting these people waste your time. And stop wasting your time. Stop wasting other people's time. If you know you're not going to take that person serious, stop wasting their time. If you know... That they DM you here and there, they're crazy about you, and it ain't gone nowhere since. They ain't pull up with a strong game or or whatever. Then then stop wasting their time respectfully. You a nice guy, I like you. You know what I'm saying? You a cool dude, but I I don't really know what you want from me. I don't really know what your expectations are. Hit a nigga with that, but you're not gonna know what to do. What what are your expectations for me? What do you want? Sending you hard eyes of your DMs, double tap. That turns into a conversation. What's up? What do you want? But now when you do that, you a little too strong. No, I'm intentional. Stop wasting my time. If you here to just be my DM friend, cool. That's my little DM friend. You don't do nothing but just send me little DMs here and there. You know what I'm saying? Show me love. Make me feel a little good. You know, I go watch your story, show a little love here and there. You my DM friend. Hey, DM friend. You know what I'm saying? If you want to elevate to be a date friend, then make that clear, nigga. Stop wasting my time. I don't have time to waste. I want a husband. And I want five kids. Okay? I know I'm pushing 30. I don't know where five coming from, but I'm open to adopting. <laughs> but either way, I want five kids, nigga. And if you don't want that, if you ain't trying to be somebody's husband, if you ain't trying to go on trips with me, if you ain't trying to push me, if you ain't trying to push, if you ain't trying to achieve your own goals, allow me to come into your space and help you be the best man or a better man that you can be, then let's not date. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in vibing no more. I'm not interested to do any of this anymore. Friend, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? So date with intention. I've learned that in Atlanta. Atlanta, it's a lot of fine niggas out here. I'll tell you that. A lot of gay ones too. A lot of gay ones too. And a lot of the fine ones be the gay ones. But it's a lot of <laughs> good looking people out here. Beautiful men, beautiful women, just beautiful people. Right? I mean, you see it all across the world, but it is lit out here. The dating scene is lit. Okay? Shoot. You can, you, if you want you a quick look, you know what I'm saying? You want a date with a little drink, a little aunt. You know what I'm saying? But once you start realizing that it ain't going where you want to go, cut it off. Date with intention, yo. Stop wasting people's time. Don't make got time for all of that. And that's how you hurt people's feelings. That's how you blur lines. That's how you start doing all this other wicked, weird stuff. You start catching feelings. Now you stalking this nigga on Instagram. Now you keeping up with what he got going on. And now you want to see the hands in the background, the picture that he done posted on Instagram. Because now you confused. Is he with the baby mama? Is he not with the baby mama? You know what I'm saying? Is is he still thinking about old girl? Who he texting? He ain't come over here yet, but the little green dot on his profile. That shit too much. Don't make got time for all of that. I don't got time for that. I could be editing somewhere. I could be somewhere vlogging. I could be somewhere writing somewhere. Writing writing my future plans out. I want a nigga to come over and be like, you said you was going to um, work on your podcast. Come on. Let's get to it. I'll give you a minute to go and record. Go ahead and start writing your material. And with intention. Somebody who's intentional with you. You said you wanted to work on your basketball series. You said you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Get a little more fit. Come on, let's go to the gym. Come on. 
I may not be the best shooter, you know what I'm saying? But I can pass you the ball back. I help you get your rebounds. Like, scratch my back, I scratch yours. Like, you said you want to get out this nine to five. Cool. I start working on a way that you can start your business. Date with intention. If these people are not intentional to sow into your dreams and goals, cut them. It's not worth it. And that's with anybody. Okay? That's lesson number six that I learned. Date with intention. I'm about to tell these niggas straight up. Hey, listen. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. If you can't get with it, then get lost. Respectfully. All right? Lesson number seven, yo. Give yourself grace in the learning process. This was also very hard for me because I beat myself up so bad. I beat myself up so bad. So it ain't but so much beating up that anybody could do to me that I don't already do to myself. Right? Maybe nothing you could say to me that I probably not have already said to myself, like I mentioned to you guys earlier, checking yourself in a way that you talk to yourself. Give yourself grace. It was at one point in my life where I wanted to be in Atlanta so bad. It was at one point in my life where I wanted to have my own place so bad. It was at one point in my life where I wanted to be able to have my friends come and visit me. We go out, Kiki, have a good time. They don't got to pay to stay nowhere. They got Wi-Fi. They got cable. They got goddamn stars, Hulu, Netflix. All the good stuff that I got. Showtime shit, Disney Fun, all that Amazon Prime TV, all that stuff. It's been a time where I wanted people to just walk into my home, kick their shoes off, smell my smell my air freshness flowing around here, knowing that there's dishes in the sink, knowing that there's a couple snacks in the refrigerator, there's water in the fridge. And I got all that shit. I got all of that. And here I am sometimes still finding ways to beat myself up like I don't got it. Or like I found ways to find myself not to be grateful for the very one thing that years ago I cried about. Give yourself grace. Pat yourself on the back. Since you did that, my sister and my nephews and my niece was here with me this weekend, man. It was at one point, bro. You know, my sister in the room with the kids. Rajay waiting on me, you know, so we could watch a little movie or whatever. And I just was sitting here to myself like, damn, dishes in the sink. You don't show your nephew how to load the dishwasher, bro. These niggas is in Atlanta with you. And you still finding a way to, to just, oh, I need, I got to find this way to have this money. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with being ambitious. Me and my line still talk about being ambitious. There's nothing wrong with being ambitious and wanting to go to the next, ready to go to the next. Like, yeah, I know this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. But what I see for myself is, is higher. I know my little tutu is nice and homey. It feel good. It's in a safe neighborhood. You know, y'all, everybody protected around here. Niggas around here know me, love me, da 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 da, da. But what I see myself in the future is a penthouse. What I see myself in the future is a townhome. A three-bedroom, four-bedroom house with a pool. You feel what I'm saying? This ain't shit. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because when you was living in towers, bro, no windows in your bedroom, straight walls, this was a dream. This was a paradise. Give yourself grace. When you were sitting in towers talking about how bad you wanted a podcast, and here you are on episode 18, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace for where, for, for where you allowed yourself to be. How far you've came in your journey, bro. Pat yourself on the back. I'm paying these bills all by myself. Just last year, I was splitting them down the middle. You feel what I'm saying? Give yourself grace. I don't know how the bills getting paid, my nigga. I don't know. God. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Give yourself grace. Grace. Like, be easy on yourself. And the same grace that you have to give yourself is the same grace that you have to give other people without judgment. Right? Some people just don't know. Some people just don't know. Everybody ain't cut from the same cloth we cut from. Everybody don't come from the same atmosphere and background that we come from. People just really don't know. Give them grace. All right? You have to extend grace. It was this episode I was listening to. Um, 
with Inky Johnson and he had Garth Brooks on there and they were talking about um the difference between grace and mercy. And I want to insert that or I want to like, you know, play that clip. I may, I may include it on my Instagram page, but the difference between grace and mercy. And I just thought it was so dope. Like, and like I said, like it just goes into everybody not knowing. Like you got to, let's stop being so judgmental. God, I was so judgmental before I came to college. I was so judgmental. Oh my God. I was so judgmental. But thank God. You know what I'm saying? That I was able to see life in, in the eyes of different people and be like, whew. Because if you knew better, you'd do better. And everybody don't know better. You know what I'm saying? So give yourself grace along your journey, along your process. Stop beating yourself up. There's nothing wrong with being ambitious. There's nothing wrong with wanting more. There's nothing wrong with being hungry, not settling, not stopping. But God damn, sit and breathe. And be like, dang, you know what? Let me be thankful for these lights I got on in my house. Let me be thankful for the food in my refrigerator. It may just be some noodles in that cabinet, but it's food. And I got water. I got a stove, a pot, and a fork and a bowl. You feel what I'm saying? And I got shit Netflix or Hulu to watch it on. You know what I'm saying? Give yourself grace for how far you have allowed yourself to come. You know what I'm saying? And then I feel like little stuff like that makes way for the things that is that you want to do. All right? And last but not least, <laughs> my favorite. I won't even say this is my favorite. Well, I do this all the time. This is something I take great pride in. Um, it's lesson number eight, guys, is remind people how much they mean to you. It should never be a moment where you are loving this space, you are loving this moment, you are loving this energy, and you can't share that. Remind people how much you love them. You know what I'm saying? Remind people how much that means to you. Like I told you guys, like I had my sister and my nephews here with me and my niece um, last week or just this week that just passed. And, you know, we driving down to Atlanta. My grateful alarm goes off. I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all didn't know what time it is. You know, where everybody grateful for it. You know, um... I forgot what Zion said. My sister, you know, basically was like, you know, everything worked itself out. Zara, who knows? Zara can't really talk like that. You know, I'm grateful, you know what I'm saying, that I've been able to bring my family down to Atlanta with me. And um, I know Zion probably said, like, he's grateful to be going to Atlanta or something like that. But I think the person who stood out the most to me was Rajay. And Rajay was like, he's grateful for this trip. And y'all don't know, but I had to fight to get my nephew to come down there with me. Literally, like, Hours before we even hit the road, an hour before we hit the road, I went to go scoop Rajay up. And that is a lot all within itself. Like, that's a whole nother situation that I just choose not to really go into. But him being able to tell me that he was grateful for this trip let me know that all of the fighting that I did to get him to come on a trip meant, meant the world. And not only was I able to see that, my sister was able to see that, my mama was able to see that, but he was able to see it. And sometimes, you know, like, you know, he's 16. Like, that's my baby. Like, you don't want to, like, share too much with a kid. You don't want to, like, be too transparent or or whatever. Because at the end of the day, even though they understand, they're still a child. You know, um, but him being able to see that meant a lot to me. Because it let him know that I'm, I'm going to fight for you for, for whatever. You know what I'm saying? And him just saying that reminded me how much he loves me or how much he's appreciative. And it more so reminded me of... The, the odds of the fight that I'm willing to go for everybody in my life. If I love you, I'm, I'm going, I'm going the extra mile and I'm going to tell you that I love you during the process. I want to make sure that you know that, you know, giving yourself grace throughout the process, yo, really loving on people, you know what I'm saying? And letting them know that, letting them know that. Like I, I never, I never understood why they just found it so hard to say they love you or I'm appreciative of you or thank you. Like I thought it was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I don't want to get off the phone with my friends without telling them I love them. Me and my closest friends, we do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want this moment to go by. Even if you're just a stranger, I appreciate you. And I hope you have a good day. Thank you. And even to every single person who's listening to my podcast right now, I want to let y'all know how grateful and how appreciative I am of you right now in this very moment. And I don't know if you've been told that today, wherever you are, if it's nighttime, daytime, um, if you, you know, listening with friends, you listening with family or you listening by yourself, you at work, multitasking, cooking, cleaning, whatever the hell you're doing. I don't know if you're driving. I hope you're driving safe. But I just want to let you know that I appreciate you right now in this very moment for supporting me because I see where I'm going. And I see that you support me and where I'm going. And even if you can't see where I'm going, that you support me where I'm at right now. And that means the world to me. It means the world to me that I have a nice following on this podcast. It means the world to me that people would have rather have listened to my podcast and see the she in her. Like, that means so much to me. I, everybody who voted for listening to the podcast over the she in her, I fucked with y'all. Big time. Ain't no wrong with the she in her. I know the girls want to see, the, you know, the girls want to do what the girls do. Sidebar, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sunny Forbes, Sunny Forbes, Sunny Forbes. Either way, to everybody who's listening right now or everybody who supports me, who reposts my podcast, who be like, yeah, I listen to your podcast. You know, I needed to listen to your podcast to help me out. That shit means the world. And I want to let you know that you're sewing into my dream. And I don't forget these things. I don't forget who supports me. I don't forget who shares. I don't forget who likes, comments, and subscribe. I don't forget none of this shit. I really don't. I don't forget who double tapping. I don't forget the DMs. I don't forget the people who participate in class participate. I don't forget none of this stuff. And it's going to go far some, some, someday. I know it will. But I just want to let you know right now in this moment how much you mean to me. How much having you in my class means to me. How much I love and just adore and appreciate you guys. So like I said, Lesson number eight, remind people how much they mean to you. You know, I got my 707 alarm. You know what I'm saying? My I love you alarm. Just to let somebody know, like, hey, listen, bro, I was thinking about you. I appreciate you today. And I love you. And it only got to be as far as I love you. Hey, boss, you did a great job in the meeting today. Hey, I knew you were scared, coworker, but you handled that very well. Shout out to you. Shout out to you on that phone call. I know that was a tough person. I know that person was nasty. But shout out to you. I appreciate you. Just appreciating people in those moments, bro, because you don't know how, how far those words can take people, especially to people who are trying to create or trying to make a better life out of themselves from what it is that they don't know. You feel what I'm saying? Let people know how much they mean to you while they're here. I don't fear. Lo- I, well, I'm lying. I do fear losing people, but I know that's a part of life. I know death is a part of life. Like I think about death a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I I don't worry about how people feel about not, not, I don't want to worry about how people feel about me, but I don't worry about how people know how I made them feel because I know I try and use every moment to let people know I appreciate you. I love you. And I thank you. I thank you. I really do from the bottom of my heart. And even if right now, all you got is your words, because I feel like right now, all I got is my fucking words. And I hate that because at one point I had money and gifts and things that I can give people right now. It's just my word. Listen, I know it ain't much, but I just want to let you know I appreciate you. I love you, and I thank you. Thank you for helping me out that moment. Thank you for, for, for being here with me. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for loving on me. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Something as small as the lady who gave you fries. Man, you eat some hot fries on McDonald's drive-thru. Thank you. These fries were so good. I appreciate your customer service. Let people know how much they mean to you in those moments. Like I said, don't got to be your friends or your best friends, your family and stuff. It could just be random people. You look very nice today. Let's just be nicer to each other. So I'll say that's lesson eight. And I don't want to say it's my favorite, but it's something that I that I do a lot now. And I've not even a lot now. I've done this a lot. Like this is me. This is lesson eight isn't something that I've learned about myself, but I think I've learned the impact 
of lesson eight that I have on other people that by simply just letting people know how much they mean to you in that moment, that hopefully that's something that they, they're able to work on or do for other people in their lives. So that's the whole point, y'all. So, woo! Eight lessons I learned in year 28, baby. Let's wrap it up, all right? Just a recap, y'all. Eight lessons that I learned in year 28 has been super duper helpful. I hope that they've been helpful to you guys. I hope that you guys are able to take something from this and spread it and give it to somebody. Or if you are a victim or guilty of any of these, change it. Let's change it now. You know what I'm saying? If you want to hold on to people just because they've been friends with you for 15 years, but you've seen them do some weird snake stuff, let it go. Let it go because it's going to be number a matter of time. You know what I'm saying? If you know that you want to get better at something, let's be consistent. Let's, let's start. Discipline is key. Let's create healthier habits. Say that shit when it's on your chest. Get it off your chest. Don't be disrespectful. Be mindful. Treat others the way you want to be treated, but say it. Get it off your chest. That way you can never worry about if that person don't know how you feel or not. They know. And now what they're choosing to do is intentional. You know what I'm saying? Stop talking. Just do. Just do it. Just get it done. Create hard, healthy boundaries with people, y'all. Everybody do not deserve to be in the inner circle. Protect your inner circle by all means. Date with intention. Stop dating losers. Just to get by. It's not fun. It doesn't matter how bad you want a booty rub. It doesn't matter how bad you want to be loved on. None of that shit matters. If they don't mean well for you and they're not trying to help you elevate, and you definitely wasting any time, you're not trying to help them elevate, you know this person ain't somebody you want to be with, stop wasting niggas time. Move on. Give yourself grace in a learning process. Okay? At one point in time, this is something you prayed for. At one point in time, this is something that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you understood you can look back on situations that you could have handled a lot better had you known. Give yourself grace and give other people grace and stop being so judgmental. Remind people how much they mean to you and how much you love them. I love y'all. So with that being said, like I said earlier, I love y'all. I love y'all so much. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to class, constantly showing up to class every day, all the time, supporting me along the journey. And uh, we're going to go in and wrap this thing on up. So class is officially over. Make sure y'all stay tuned for Sunday School, the podcast, more episodes, 19 block list coming next, baby. Make sure y'all stay tuned. We out.